With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Wednesday, Dan of the Dan and Stan Patrick Show. Seton's been working on an impression. Now, he's got a couple of them that he does. Fritzy has a couple of impressions. Paulie does a great Andrew Luck impression. Thank you. Fritzy does uh, Marge Simpson. Hey, we're back from break. Mike Tyson. The greatest, um, the greatest of all time. No one could beat me. Praise be Allah. You forgot the laugh. <laughs> Thank you. Never forget the laugh. Oh, that Keep your enemies about... closer. What do they say? <laughs> Adam Sandler. Oh, it's going to be a great show today. We're going to talk to Herbie. McLovin, you don't do any impressions? Except for my spot on British accent. Okay. Hello, Governor. Clean your chimney. Man, that's incredible. <laughs> uh, Seton does Brett Favre. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's his Red Favre. Well, I'd still be playing, of course. And and uh, do you do another one? I don't know. I kind of do them and then forget about them. I do them in the moment. What's the other one in McLevin? Wait, remember Beckham for years. And, oh, uh, yeah. And I'll hit. <laughs> That's, yeah, yours are very quick. Very quick. Yeah, <laughs> very, very quick. You keep them tight. Okay. But Seton's been working on another one. Because this time of the year... We spend way too much time analyzing what's going to happen this upcoming season. And sometimes the analyst really doesn't have anything to add. It turns out you can make a lot of money not adding anything to stories. So Seton's been working on his NFL analyst (laughs) impersonation. How about I I say, and let's bring in Seton O'Connor. Let's talk about the Patriots situation here at quarterback. Bill Belichick, okay, has a big decision to make right now. Okay, do you start Cam Newton week one or do you go with your first round draft pick? Mac Jones. That's the question the Patriots are asking themselves right now. She didn't really add anything. No. But you did talk for a little while. Right. I like it because it's a very pointed question. Usually it's like, so uh, who do you see starting NFL insider, Jimmy Jimerson? Who do you see starting for the Broncos week one? Okay. That's the question Vic Fangio is asking himself right now. Okay. Who do I see starting Vic Fangio right now has a big question to answer. The goal is to not answer the question. Is that what it is for? You basically just spit the question back at the person and then act like I just told you something right there. Okay. Okay. That's what I just told you right now, okay? Is this uh, or that might happen, okay? That's what they're trying to decide right now. There's a lot of TV time that you got to eat up, and you just you need analysts who just keep talking. That's all. You don't have to say anything. It just it sounded like you said something. Right there. now, there is a big question mark at quarterback for the Colts, okay? Right now, yes. What are they going to do? Right. right now, there is a big question mark there. Okay, and that's what they're trying to figure out right now. Uh, what do you think Matt Nagy is going to do with the quarterbacking situation with the Bears? Okay, well, he can go one of two ways with that, okay? <laughs> He's going to go one or two ways. I don't know. Do you start Justin Fields right now? Do you put him out there right now? I don't know. That's what they're trying to figure out in Chicago right now. Okay, because and- Andy Dalton 
Is he the future? I don't know. But do you start him week one? That's what they're trying to figure out right mm. now in Chicago. All right. That's uh, Jimmy Jimerson. <laughs> Jimmy Jimerson. <laughs> Jimmy Jimerson, our NFL analyst. Yeah, Paul. He just got a job offer from four different <laughs> networks. <laughs> We're going to lose him. Polishing up the LinkedIn. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Kirk Herbstreet will join us coming up. We'll talk about the alliance, the new Big Ten ACC Pac-12 alliance became official yesterday. I have no idea what it means. It's it's official, but it feels unofficial. We know they agree on some vague stuff like academic principles. The big question is scheduling. What is the time frame for the scheduling? How many games will you play outside of your conference? How many games are you required to play in the ACC if you're a Big Ten school? Or Pac-12 is going to play how many Big Ten schools? When are they going to play these games? You know, the, the three commissioners say their main goal is to stabilize their conferences in a time of volatility. Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC. Change the landscape. But it seems like they're trying to build a wall to stop the SEC from poaching even more programs. But there's nothing to stop the SEC from saying what I suggested yesterday. You could go in and say, we're going to... Take the Pac-12. We're going to take these schools. The SEC is moving to the West Coast as well. Have an East, East, uh, SEC East, SEC West, a true West Coast. And why wouldn't you do that? I mean, you're not playing nice. You've already gone after Oklahoma and Texas. But college football, the playoffs, as I told you, in fact, you heard it first on this show, that the Alliance would push back and try to get the playoffs the expansion would be in 2026. That information came out yesterday. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things at play here. And they don't want ESPN to have control over the playoffs while having control over the SEC. You want to get more networks in there, more revenue. The, um, the Alliance is very, very wary of ESPN. They have the exclusive rights to all SEC games. That starts in 2024. They have full control of the playoffs. They have the rights to the playoffs through 2025. And then there's a negotiating window. And there's a strong feeling that multiple networks will be broadcasting the playoffs. That would be better for everybody involved. Here's the thing I don't understand. The Big Ten makes a lot of money. Why is the Big Ten doing this? You're already making money. You don't need to. Um... The Big Ten has money and stability. The cross-scheduling is not going to benefit them significantly. This is coming from a source this morning. Just sent me a text. The money is second only to the SEC and will only continue to increase substantially. And I said, well, why is the Big Ten doing this? And my source said, well, the new commissioner still doesn't know the landscape. Didn't want to be left out. They establish a voting block, but giving their money in exchange for policies here. Big Ten doesn't have to do this. ACC does, and so does the Pac-12. Big Ten doesn't. Yeah, Paul. It, it's hard to re- think of uh, this alliance thing, what it's going to be in three years. Doesn't it feel more like um, these uh, three conferences are trying to calm everything down, semi-agree not to jump to the SEC, and stop all this poaching for the meantime while they could all get together and put together a five-year plan that totally revamps college football? I'm guessing that has to be your philosophy is you want to slow down the SEC. You want to make sure that there's not expansion without you having seats at the table here. And, you know, that it, it comes down to the scheduling because you're going to have to play a certain number of games in the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and the ACC. And then when you go outside of your conference, how many games are you going to be able to play? Two? Like, what are you establishing there? Any kind of rivalry, I, I think it's going to be difficult to, to do that over the next couple of years. And you just want to make sure that this doesn't become a monopoly with the SEC and ESPN. And you get other networks in there. There, there, there will be playoff expansion to 12 teams, more than likely, 12 schools. And I, I just think college football, this is still moving. What happened yesterday doesn't mean anything right now to me. Because I don't know what it means to them. And I don't think they know either, these commissioners. It's like, uh, 
I don't. Let's just agree to agree. Okay. Everybody agree. Okay. Let's shake hands. That's it. I don't know where we're going to be in 2026, but I'm going to guess that we'll have 12 team playoff. The Alliance will probably have a little bit of cross-pollination, but that's about it. But if I'm the SEC, why am I stopping with Texas and Oklahoma? And Notre Dame's going to stay on the outside looking in, at least for the next five years. I mean, if if I'm Notre Dame, I'm like, I'm going to step back here. We got our own network. We're good. We're still viable. Well, you know, we can play for a national championship. We're not going to do anything right now. Notre Dame can play everybody if they want. Now, if I'm the Alliance, I have to look at this and go, do we want to include Notre Dame and schedule Notre Dame? Because that's taking away a game that you could be playing in another conference. These are it's 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 a little bit tricky here. Yes, Todd. Do they really want us to think that this is about being creative or innovative? It totally screams of fear and nothing less than afraid of what SEC of what the SEC did. They took Texas and Oklahoma. They may take one or more of these other conferences, and it's, it's totally based on the timing, the fear based uh, reaction. Was <laughs> that a comment or a question? It's a comment slash question. I want to know: Do you think it's any? Do you think it's anything other than, than fear. fear by these conferences? Because it happened just after the SEC grabbed Texas and Oklahoma. That's what these conferences are trying to figure out right now. Okay, they're looking at a very volatile landscape right now, and they're trying to figure out their future in this. Okay, that's what this is about. That's our analyst Jimmy Jimerson. Uh, Todd has a limerick on the alliance here. The conference alignment. Todd Fritz has a limerick. Todd. We're ready to go, and I'm excited to hear this. I hope so. I am. Okay. Big 10, Pac-12, ACC. Huddle up. Worried. What about me? SEC takes care of itself and wrecks the Big 12. What's next? Who knows what might be? Okay. That's being okay with itself and 12 rhyming. Yeah. That was a little bit of a stretch. Close. Close enough. It works if you say it fast enough. But it's all done. Just say say it 12, and then you're fine. Itself, 12. SEC takes care of itself <laughs> and wrecks the Big 12. <laughs> yeah. <now you're> <laughs> Thank you, Todd. Look but it at, is fear. Is it? It's totally a fear. <laughs> Going back to the, it's not, it's not innovative, but they're afraid. Are you asking or telling? I'm asking. Oh, okay. Slash telling. I mean, Eminem stretches words to he make does. it rhyme. He makes up words that don't exist in the dictionary. Yeah. Uh, Josh in Louisville. Hey, Josh, what's on your mind this morning? Thanks, Dan. Congratulate, congratulations on the Hall's induction. Thank you, Josh. Um, yeah, I was wondering if you think the Alliance should be more proactive and partner with the NFL and lead the NCAA. The NFL can negotiate the TV deals. They're the best in the biz. They know how to pay and sponsor the players, and then it puts the SEC in a corner where the top talent may want to play for an NFL line team, and then the SEC, and then the NFL in return gets more revenue. Well, I don't think the NFL wants to run college football. But, I mean, it's not a crazy idea. I think we're eventually headed towards the NFL model. The question is, how do we get there? Because that's where you have to start lopping off schools and saying, no, you're not good enough to make it into the final 32 schools or 40 schools. But that is eventually going to happen. Uh, Let's see. Poll question, McLevin, what do you have for me? Okay, we had which philosophy do you subscribe to? Uh, if you have a bad offensive line, do you play the rookie uh, and risk injury, or do you play the veteran because it's okay if he gets hurt? 66% play the veteran. I would play Gardner Minshew if I'm the Jacks because I would look at this as a decision that is going to affect us five years, seven, ten years down the road. I, I want Trevor Lawrence to be in there when he's got guys who can block for him. And... This, you know, history is littered with quarterbacks who've gotten into situations because they are a high draft pick going to a bad team. And that bad team is a bad team for a reason, starting with talent. You got Urban Meyer coming in, different philosophy, Trevor Lawrence, uh, his style, and you got an offensive line that is not good. And you just lost your third down back in Travis Etienne. You're in a pretty good division, Tennessee. Colts, they're good. I mean, the Jags are going to be underdogs against the Texans. I think week one, (laughs) I think the Texans are favored by three. Someone's got to win. 
But, I mean, that'll give you an idea. Jacksonville will probably be an underdog every game this year. And I think Gardner Minshew might give you a better chance to win right away because he has proven to be a good quarterback at times. But this isn't a good team. I don't want Trevor Lawrence out there right now. I'd, I'd, I'd fight the urge. Yeah, Paul. The line right now, Jaguars-Texans, 1 o'clock. Oh, my gosh. I got Jaguars minus three. Oh, you do? That's with Trevor Lawrence mm. as the penciled-in starter, according to Vegas. Okay. All right. Is that game in Jacksonville? It doesn't matter. Oh, it's in uh, it's at Reliance Stadium in Texas. Oh. NRG Stadium. Okay. Should have remembered from yesterday. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then Jacksonville is maybe not going to be an underdog in every game this year. Most of them, but uh, not too many. Oh, yeah. payback game. Jets-Panthers week one. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold payback? Mm-hmm. That's saucy. Yeah. Let's go to Jimmy Jimerson, our analyst. Uh, what do you expect to happen in that game, Jets and Carolina? Well, sources inside the organization right now telling me that the Jets are wondering who they're going to start at quarterback there. Do they go with Zach Wilson or do they Mm. go with whoever their backup is? That's what they're asking themselves right now. That's what they're trying to figure out this preseason is who's going to start week one. That sources within the organization are telling me that's their focus right now. Who's going to be their starting quarterback in week one? That's Jimmy Jimerson. Thank you for the insight, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, McLovin. By the way, you answered the Jags will be favored in two games this year because as bad as they are, yeah, are the Texans worst yeah. team in the NFL? Oh yeah, like that's a, it's somehow they're going to win three games. Somehow, you got a rookie coach, the Deshaun Watson mess. It's not a good team. Oh, the Rams got a new running back. They uh, they got Sony Michelle from the Patriots for a couple of uh, mid round draft picks here. You know, they lost, they lost Akers, and that's a huge loss for them. But Sony Michelle, New England has a plethora, that means a lot, of running backs. Yes, McGlynn. Can we talk later about Bill Belichick drafting skill position players? He's not good at that. No, he's not. <laughs> Thank you, McLeod. That was a bit of a Jimmy Jimerson. It was. <laughs> Why is Bill Belichick not good at drafting skill position players? Let's bring in Jimmy Jimerson. Jimmy? Well, if you look at his track record right now, okay, Bill Belichick is not great at drafting skill position players. Well, thank you, Jimmy. That's Jimmy Jimmers. Anytime. Yeah, I appreciate that. I always like when they thank the analyst. It's their job. You know, well, thank you so much for joining us. Well, you get after that. You know, that's great stuff. Great stuff. That is great stuff. Thank you. Thank great you. Stuff. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Jimmy Jimerson. Jimmy Jimerson. <laughs> That'd be great if the analyst goes, well, you guys do pay me. I mean, I have to show up here. Yeah, it's kind of like they made me do this. Yeah. I can't say no. Yeah. Yes, Tom. And there's that awkward delay. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> and then they start talking, and it's like, anytime. While they're already started talking about the next thing. Well, we made it a rule when I did the 6 o'clock Sports Center. I said, if I say goodbye to Sal Palantonio, don't say anything to me after that. Sal Palantonio joining us from Philadelphia. Thank you, Sal. That's it. And you give a head nod. That's it. Don't go, uh, hey, it's great to be with you. While I'm going, coming up on SportsCenter, and I'm talking over you. <laughs> I hated that. All right. Kirk Herbstreet will join us coming up next, and we'll probably hear a little more from Jimmy Jimerson as well. Phone calls, I'll get to those as well. Got some wounded Oriole fans who want to talk. Man, I'll give you a shoulder to cry upon. 18 after the hour, back after this Dan Patrick show. It's amazing. Discover matches all the cash back. You earn on that credit card at the end of your first year automatically. And you know what that means, Todd? means cash back for you and everyone. That, that means there's no limit on how much you can earn. And that's amazing. Even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. And you graduated second in your class of 600. In junior high school and high school. High school was 600. Yeah, but you can't even figure this out. I can't. It seems like they would go bankrupt if you're just handing out money left and right like that. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. Get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) 
Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well... If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, to their five-star sales service and financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans build equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Your phone call's coming up. We'll update our poll results as well. Is ESPN's Emmy Award-winning college football analyst Kirk Herbstreet new book out called Out of the Pocket, Football Fatherhood and College Game Day Saturdays. He'll be uh, his opening assignment. Not bad. Georgia against Clemson, number five versus number three. That'll be the Dukes Mayo Classic in Charlotte. Also uh, working with Chris Fowler again this year. And uh, Herbie joins us on the program. Oh, you got Ohio State colors on there, Herbie? <laughs> No, I got University of Dayton colors. Oh, on. okay. I like that. <laughs> do you have any uh, maize and blue, though? Uh, I do. I do. I don't usually go with that shirt tie combo because I've been destroyed by uh, by the lunatic fringe for <laughs> for wearing that. So I tend to, even though I yeah, I like that look, you know, but I just kind of put it on the back burner for for a few decades. What's the toughest response you ever got? To an outfit or something you said? I it just, I, I think it was even Jim Tressel um, when I was doing a game. And I always go down on the field before games. And I, I, you know, despite what fans may think about announcers, we don't always think about our shirt tie combo color with, <laughs> with the teams we're covering. And Jim Tressel said, wow, like, can't believe you're wearing that. You know, and I was, I didn't even think about it. And I looked down and I had a blue shirt with a yellow tie on. And I was like, 
I was like, okay, mental note, never, never wear this combo, I guess. Uh, so that was, you know, other than that, fan, like fan, I worked with Brent Musburger for years and I'd go, Ohio State fans would come up to me and be like, I hate Musburger. I'd be like, why? Oh, he loves Michigan. I'm like, he does? I've worked with him for eight years. I don't think he likes, I think he likes the team that he bets on. I don't think he likes Michigan. <laughs> and, and they're like, uh, no, he always, one time he wore a blue uh, coat and a yellow uh, overcoat. I mean, he clearly loves Michigan. I'm like, he's the guy that said, holy Buckeye on that fourth and one against Purdue. Like he, he loves the game, man. He's, he's not, he's not in love with Michigan, but you know how fans are. If somebody didn't see when Eminem came into the booth with you and Brent, how would you, how would you describe Eminem's mindset? It's an interesting question, and people are they're not familiar with that need to Google uh, Google that. So he came in with his his bodyguards, and he was very clear that the whole booth had to be emptied. So all the spotters, statisticians, everybody had to get out of the booth. It just had to be. Uh, Brent and I in there by the time, or he wouldn't have come into the student into the uh, booth. So you know, he, he, we cleared everybody out. And he came in at a break. Could not have been any cooler. Came up, he's like, "What's up, Kirk? How you doing, man? Nice to meet you, Mr. Musburger. Wow, it's a great honor." Like he, we were just sitting there hanging out. He put his headphones on, and we were just talking. You know, just 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 normal. And then he goes, "Man, I hate live TV, man." And I go, oh, are you kidding me? I, this is this would be easy. And he goes, where's the camera? And it's like one of the cameras in these booths, you've seen them, they're the size of a Coke can. And they're just kind of hanging up at the top. And I just kind of pointed to it. And he goes, okay, cool, right there. I go, yeah. And all of a sudden, three, two, one, we're back. And Brent starts to talk. And we go from like an overshot of the big house in Ann Arbor up to the booth. And all of a sudden, I look over and he's turned into something. I don't even know what he was. He's just all of a sudden, like, and Brent's like, all right, here he is. Eminem's up here with us. And Eminem just starts, just like, just goes into this character for one of his songs. And I was like, I was just talking to him. Like, what what happened? You know, and, he, and, he's, and he stayed in that character for, it felt like a minute, but it was probably 15 seconds. And then he kind of snapped out of it and started to do the interview. But man, it went, it went, uh, viral. It, it was everywhere. And I started to think about it because everywhere I went, people were like, dude, what's up with Eminem? You know, here you are asking me years later. It was on the Today Show, Good Morning America, five, I mean, everywhere. And what a genius move by him because he had a new album coming out. And what better way to market that than to do that prank? And it got everybody talking. Wait, so you think he did up. You think he did that on purpose? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I think he... He went into that berserk uh, character just to have some fun and to create people to be like, what was he high? What's wrong with Eminem? What was and all that noise at least knew, made people know that, hey, he's got a new album coming out. That's what I think he did. I love that uh, Brent goes, Marshall. And then he, <laughs> and then he called him Mathers. Mathers, Mathers <laughs> tell us about the new uh, <laughs> Mathers. Tell us about the new album. <laughs> Because oh. Brent is so up on his Eminem, you know, yeah. Mathers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and at one time Brent said on a on, he he read a promo. He goes, "Oh, don't forget uh, next Monday it's, it's the, the big show." He goes, "It's uh, Usher and Beyonce will be on the program." And... <laughs> Beyonce, ladies and gentlemen, Beyonce. Beyonce. And I was like, I was like, Brent, on the air, I said, Brent. Beyonce. Yeah. And he goes, Herbie, okay, thank you. <laughs> I go, listen, if you're going to get one name right, get Beyonce yeah. right. I yeah. mean, she's worth getting right, yeah. uh, for sure. Uh, Herbie's got a new book out, Out of the Pocket Football Fatherhood and College Game Day Saturdays. Toughest thing to write about in the book was what? Um, you know, you know, Gene Wojciechowski, I was on, I, I did this with him and, and just the fact that I had trust with him, uh, I, I, I went in, you know, I don't know what it's like for you as a kid growing up, but went through a lot of stuff. I kind of compartmentalized a lot of that emotionally, um, as a kid. And I think just having to uncover that a little bit going through, you know, a lot of dysfunction in my background with my family and, um, probably talking candidly about that kind of being vulnerable and being willing to talk about it and do a book. Like I'm a guy that just, I'm kind of an introvert. I don't talk about my feelings very often with people. 
And so to kind of relive some of that stuff uh, was, was definitely the toughest part. And, and I think throughout the entire book, I, I was very self-deprecating, very honest with myself as, as a person and, and as an athlete, as a broadcaster. And um, I think, you know, if, if you're going to do a book, that's probably the, the only way you can do it. How important were sports given the dysfunction in your family? Well, I, you know, I think people that have, you know, their parents divorced and, and you know, in my case, my parents remarried and, and ended up getting a divorce again. I went to like eight schools in nine years and I was this shy kid. And, and so, you know, t- t- I, I think I think people either turn to anger and resentment and a lot of cases they go to drugs. And, and, and for me, it was sports. I was so lucky. You know, I'd never had resentment towards my dad. Uh, my dad was my hero. And then he was kind of in and out of my life. I had more of an emptiness. Like I wanted more of my dad. My dad was a good person. He just didn't get along with my mom when they got a divorce and it was nasty for really for the rest of their life for the most part. And so holidays and all that kind of stuff, the rest of our lives was difficult to manage. So my outlet was always sports, you know, watching sports, playing sports. Um, my, my buddies and, and sports were where I went to escape and, and just kind of lived in that world. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on with the Alliance. I know they agreed on the alliance, Herbie, but I don't I don't know what it means. Help us understand. If you don't know what it the, means. The only the only thing that I can think about is that they're trying to, you know, they didn't sign a contract. They're talking about scheduling. They're, anytime anytime somebody talks about student athletes, you, you know, you got to be leery of what what's going on here. So they're talking about we, we care about the student athletes. Well, the SEC, I think, cares about the student athletes. And so I think it's about creating an alliance for any kind of vote. You know, if, if we're going to go to a 12 team playoff, the alliance in the corner over there is like they're whispering in each other's ear, looking across the room at Greg Sankey, like there's three of us. You might be big and powerful, but there's three of us. We get three votes and they're talking about how they're going to vote. That's the only thing that I can think of is that they're aligned against the SEC at this point that they can they can control things in that remember it's a power five it's power, for now it's a power five conferences and those three for the for all intents and purposes if they're aligned could control whatever decisions are made moving forward if it continues to be by a vote with a unanimous vote is what you need and I think that's the only thing that I can really think that that, uh, you know, they can talk about scheduling and they can talk about, you know, trying to be, you know, the, the true, you know, model for student athletes and all that. But I think it's really more about trying to control power of, of voting moving forward. Don't you think we're headed towards the NFL model here, Herbie, where there's 32, 40 schools and you have college football will will make the schedules. Uh, maybe the players get paid. Um, you know, ESPN, Fox, they come in and they make the schedules for this, that you just, you basically have an NFL model in college football. I think we're getting closer and closer to that. I think that the, the game changer, Dan, was the Supreme Court ruling. They, they basically took the knees out of the NCAA. And, and Judge Kavanaugh, not only with the ruling, he said, basically, if you come back here again, we're going to, it's going to be a lot worse for you. And, and I think it made Mark Emmert like a week, seven to 10 days later, he came out publicly and basically said, well, that's a wrap. <laughs> um, we're, we're, we're pretty much done. We're, we're, we're pulling back and uh, we're going to let the conferences govern things moving forward. So I think that's what got Oklahoma and Texas and these, you know, everything, these dominoes started to fall is everyone's looking at the future and trying to guess where's this thing going. And maybe what you're describing is where we're headed. You know, I mean, I'm an old school guy. I'm a traditionalist. I, I love college football. You know, I love the pageantry of the sport. I hope we don't lose that. But the reality is this thing is out of control. We, we're at a crossroads uh, with college football right now at the, at the highest level. And we've got decision makers right now that aren't getting along. And they're the ones that are supposed to be leading together. And they're not. And so it, this is nasty. It, it's, it's not even close to being done. At some point, we'll get to you know the worst that it, it has to offer. Um, and then maybe the dust will settle and we'll be able to move forward. But right now, we're, we're not close to that. I can't help but think of name, image, and likeness, what, what happened to Ohio State and getting tattoos. Where So could they do that now? If somebody wanted to give 
one of their jerseys or whatever it might be. Hey, I, I, I got this at the Rose Bowl and uh, I'm, I'm going to barter that to get tattoos. I don't know. I don't know. That, that, I, my understanding of name, image, and likeness is you can use your name, image, or likeness for whether it's a, you know, a simple thing like tweeting something out for, on behalf of a company or you know, doing commercials uh, for a local car dealer or pizza dealer or whatever it might be. I don't know if you can partner to try to say, hey, here's, here's a jersey that I wore in the Rose Bowl. Can I, can I have a free tattoo? I don't know. I, I, that, that, that's this. This stuff is just too new uh, for me to know if whether or not that is legit. And same thing with Reggie Bush. I've heard a lot of people say, you know, this is unfair. Reggie Bush should be reinstated. And I'm thinking that was like from what I remember about Reggie Bush, that was an agent that had a marketing team that provided money for his family. That's a different set of circumstances than if Reggie Bush did a commercial for somebody and got paid. That would be different. That would be allowed today. But like an agent paying you money is not cool. Like that, that, that still can't happen. Would you give Reggie Bush's Heisman back? Um, yeah, I, I, I think the whole thing is kind of silly. I mean, I, Reggie Bush, I, I was asked the other day, um, who, who are the greatest college football players I've ever covered or ever seen? You know, since I've been doing this and the first name that came to mind was Michael Vick, uh, just because of people forget people maybe remember him as a as a pro and some of the stuff he got into. I remember him playing at Lane Stadium, you know, at, at Virginia Tech and doing things that I didn't know you were allowed to do as a quarterback. It was just unheard of to see that in person. And then the other guys, Reggie Bush. I mean, Re- Reggie Bush, from the very first time I saw him carry the ball as a young player, um, you know, he, he would jump in the air and land and hit the ground, like if you're playing a video game and you had a turbo button, like he would hit, go in the air, land, and somehow hit his turbo button when he landed and just be gone and just spectacular. So I, I, I hate the, that he got caught up in whatever it was he got uh, caught up in. But uh, to me, I would, I would definitely provide him with his Heisman and, and he should be around USC football as, as often as he can be around. How surprised were you that Urban Meyer decided to coach again and coach in the NFL? Well, I, I was surprised. You know, I, I think I think the um, you know watching him on the sidelines. You remember when Ohio State was playing in his last year? How many times did we see him like holding his head and taking a knee and like it almost looked like he was getting dizzy? Um, I don't. I don't. I, I thought, man, this might be this might be it for him. Um, and I don't know what happened. I haven't spoken with him about why now about his health, and I know that he's always had a calling to want to get back in, but. Um, he must feel as far as his doctors with that cyst must be okay. I watched him the other night and he looks still, you know, he can't help it. He's so competitive. He's not like a coach like Tom Landry that just kind of sits there and watches the game. I mean, he's, he's like, his blood is boiling on the sidelines as, as, and it's going to be a long year, you know, with, with Jacksonville. And he's going to have to learn to somehow let those emotions, uh, to the side because, that offensive line is, is going to allow some hits on his franchise quarterback this year. Give me a sneaky team, not in the top 10, that could be in the final four at the end of the year. Well, the, the one I'll give you that's first in the top 10 is Cincinnati. And so, how, do you, how do you get into the playoff? Because we've not seen that if you're a group of five team. Boise State used to flirt with the BCS because they would have a Virginia Tech who was a top 10 opponent. They'd have a Georgia who was a top 10 opponent and they would win those games and they would have a shot at the end to try to get in there. I think with Indiana or with Cincinnati, they play at Indiana, who's a top 15 team this year, and they play in South Bend. Those are non-conference games for Cincinnati. Remember how they played against Georgia in the Sugar Bowl? They really outplayed Georgia. They just couldn't close the deal and they lost the game, but they were really competitive. I think they, they, they scored some points there as far as respect. So Cincinnati is a team that I think could actually break into the top four if, in fact, they win against Indiana and Notre Dame on the road. Then they'd have to win the American. Uh, outside of that, um, I would say I would give you, uh, let's say Wisconsin could be maybe a surprise team. They had a down year a year ago. Uh, they, they seem to be a team that could be on the bounce. I think the winner, actually, the Penn State-Wisconsin game, they open up, by the way. That's a tough opener in college football. Uh, whoever wins that game, I think, could, could bounce and, and have a legitimate shot to, to get it up into the top ten pretty quickly. 
Good luck with the book, and uh, we'll be watching uh, opening opening night. It'll be Georgia versus Clemson, and that'll be uh, the Duke's Mayo Classic, September the 4th there on ABC. Uh, hey, great to All talk right. to you again, Herbie. Thank you, buddy. All right, Mathers. Yeah, hey, Mathers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Herbie. All right, we'll come back. We'll get to your phone calls coming up. I, I still, if you Google that when Eminem is in the booth, his eyes are so big. And, and I... Because you're watching it, you're going, what is he doing? Like he's he's contorting his body and and you know, here's Herbie had just talked to him and it's like, hey, you know, everything's good. And all of a sudden, and three, two, one. And then all of a sudden he starts looking at the camera, his eyes are really big. And then Brent, who probably knows very little, <laughs> maybe nothing about Eminem, other than his name is Eminem, and he called him Marshall M. Mathers. Mathers, how about how about that uh, new album, Mathers? Oh man, is it priceless? All right, we'll take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, and you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Get some phone calls in here. Charlie Watts, the uh, longtime drummer for the Rolling Stones, passed away yesterday. Having had the opportunity to go to a few Rolling Stones concerts, I think my first one was back in the, uh, in the early 70s. And uh, Charlie always, it always felt like Charlie was a jazz musician. He was a jazz drummer playing in the greatest rock and roll band. And, you know, you had Jagger, who was front and center, and, you know, Keith was had flair with the way he played. Ronnie Wood was a great guitar player, still is. Bill Wyman was the bass player. But Charlie always gave you that cool feel that he never, he was never anything more, any, or never anything less. He was just like, he plugged in to be Charlie Watts. And uh, they were going to go back on tour, and Charlie wasn't able to. That was the first time I'd heard about, you know, some health issues with him, but Passed away at the age of 80. And when you talk to drummers and they'll tell you, they'll go, oh, my God, you know what he was so good at? Like Ringo Starr is very underrated. Fellow drummers will talk about, oh, my God, you know, he created like the Tom Tom. Like they'll just give you all this verbiage. And I'm like, oh, all right. Because you listen to the Beatles, you're not listening for Ringo. And Charlie Watts, you're not listening for Charlie Watts. But if you listen for him, then you hear what makes him or made him unique. Yes, he. In Keith Richards' uh, autobiography, he talks about when they were starting the band and they were like, Charlie Watts was the guy. He was the most important piece. Like, we had to have him or the band would have never worked. I just watched a documentary on Brian Jones. And Brian Jones is given credit for starting the Rolling Stones. He died at the age of 27 with uh, a drowning. Although in the documentary, you realize maybe somebody drowned Brian Jones at the age of 27. But you just, you never, when you think about the Stones, you know very, very little about Charlie Watts. You know a whole lot about Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. You never heard anything from Charlie. But to have an ego, we all have an ego, but not have to be out in front, not have to say anything, uh, very quiet, very reserved, I don't remember ever hearing him talk other than it was a documentary on the Rolling Stones and there'd be just like little clips like he would he'd be the third guy or fourth guy in and he would just say something and then he would crack up the rest of the band. Yes, he. There's another story that Keith Richards tells about uh, Charlie Watts that um, Keith and and Mick went out drinking one day and they came back by like five o'clock. They were wasted. Right. And Mick calls. Uh, Charlie Watts and says, where's my drummer? And they're like, okay, hangs up and Charlie Watts isn't coming out. And like five minutes later, there was a knock on the door and they opened the door and he's there. Like you could smell the cologne. He's got his hair perfect. He's in a suit or whatever. And he walks up to Mick and punches him in the face and says, don't ever call me your drummer again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, setting the tone. I like it. Don't ever call me your drummer again. Yeah, Paul. I I was watching a video yesterday and it was an early MTV era. I think like start me up. And Mick Jagger's dancing around, and Keith Richards has a cigarette in his guitar neck. And then they would, they cut to each band member. They cut, 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 cut. And every time they cut to Charlie Watts, it looks like he's playing for like an orchestra in a, in a library or something. His facial demeanor and his body, is, is, is there's barely any movement. Yeah, because you can see drummers, and drummers can be animated. But, you know, he's not Tommy Lee, that's for sure. He was just always like, he was in a jazz club. While in front of 50,000 fans, you know, as the drummer for the greatest rock and roll band. So, Charlie Watts. Uh, Elliot in Maryland. Elliot's been on hold for a while, but he's been on hold for a while because he's an Oriole fan waiting for a victory. So, uh, Elliot, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, uh, Hoff, uh, Jimmy, and Danette. Good morning. Thank you, Five, buddy. eight, one, fifty-five. Thank you. Uh, yes, I am a long-time, long-suffering Orioles fan. 34 years alive and 10 winning seasons to show for it. Um, going to see the game tonight, mostly to see uh, Otani pitch. Um, 
but also want to talk about, you know, are they tanking or are they just bad? I mean, Matt Harvey is their win leader, and he has an ERA over six. Um, they weren't even expected to win this year. Uh, they got Mike Alias, who they brought over as a GM from the Astros. And speaking of drummers, uh, they don't have any of those in the organization. Um, and you got you got to look at the top down. But you know, they just got ranked as the number one farm system in baseball as of yesterday. Yeah. Not really seeing that on the field right now, and it's, it is embarrassing to watch. You know, you can't blame the manager for everything, but uh, you know, they don't they don't play hard. They're not fun to watch, um, and most people come to see the opposing teams right now. All right. Well, have fun tonight, Elliot, watching Shohei Otani pitch. Yeah, McLevin. You can't really tank in baseball, can you? Yeah, teams have. To yeah. get a number one pick, because, you know, like fans don't know much about the MLB well, draft, a, so we don't a, think. You have a fire sale. Like the Cubs are tanking again. They tanked before to win a World Series. Uh, the Marlins would famously have a five-year plan. And then after the five years, then they would take the wrecking ball to it. They got two World Series out of it. Teams do, but you have to be good after that. Like, if you tank, now how are you spending your money? Who are your draft picks? Uh, uh, Who's going to join you? Who can you trade for? Like, you have to have have smart people, even when you're tanking. And I don't know if the Orioles have that. Final hour coming up. We'll get to more phone calls. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Take a break. Two hours in the books. One more to go. Dan Patrick Show. Close out the second hour with a new partner. This past year has brought a lot of change to our lives. And for some of you, that means maybe you changed jobs or you're considering retirement. If that's your situation, you probably have a lot of questions on your mind. How do you handle retirement? How do you handle your retirement accounts? Do you have enough money to retire? What's your portfolio look like? Retirement's a big step. And when it comes to investing for retirement, most people can't afford to make mistakes. That's where Stiefel comes to the rescue. Stiefel has been helping clients manage investments for over over 130 years. So it's not an overnight or a fly-by-night. This is 130 years. Stiefel Financial Advisors can help you create a personalized retirement plan, understand your options for claiming Social Security, and implement an investment portfolio designed around your needs. Plus, Stiefel clients have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy. Find your Stiefel advisor today at Stiefel.com, S-T-I-F-E-L.com, Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.